Welcome to the Champions Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, joined as always by the one and only Alice and Aletha. Al, what's going on? Uh, nothing much. I had like an extremely lazy weekend and I just feel kind of meh. But I have plans all this week and all next weekend, so at least I have something to look forward to. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Better than meh. It's, um... <laughs> It's beautiful here in Calgary. Actually, it's too hot here in Calgary. I couldn't sleep. It was so hot. Um, so, yeah, it's it's nice. It's finally, uh, like, the nice weather is out. So I'm, I'm thinking of maybe trying to head to uh, to the lake. Of course, uh, we... So we, we moved into our house, and there's a lake on the community. But, like, you can't use it because, you know, the world right now. Um, yeah. But I was thinking of, like, just going over there and, like, just, you know, walking around or something like that. So... Just little little victories and stuff like that. Nice weather and, and whatnot. So, yeah, I don't know. Doing um, doing pretty good, all things considered. Nothing to complain about this week. Usually, I have something to complain about, but not this week. <laughs> nice. That's always yeah. the goal. As long as I don't yeah. complain, it's been a good week. Yeah, I'm I'm sure I am forgetting. To... Actually, you know what? Here here's something. Um, <laughs> I will complain about how I woke up yesterday morning because on Friday night. Um, I was a guest on friend of the show Spamo Man. He is a writer for Two Guys Play Zelda. Uh, he has a podcast called Drink to the Past, and um, I was I was a guest on that show uh, as well as uh, Celeste Roberts from another Zelda podcast and Boss Rush Game. So the two of us uh, were talking on Twitter, and we went and we were just like we were we were excited about the new rumors that there might be a new. Donkey Kong game coming out really quick before I continue the story, Allison. Do you love Donkey Kong? Are you are you excited about that? I have no idea about anything about Donkey Kong. I played I played like Donkey Kong when I was little on um oh god I don't even know the SNES probably and we played like Diddy Kong Racing but that's about it. Oh, god, I I love Donkey Kong. I just I'm in the mood to talk. <laughs> I was in the mood to talk Donkey Kong. So uh, I was just like, who's got a Donkey Kong podcast? And there aren't a whole lot in the world, if you can believe it. So we we made a, uh, a ragtag Donkey Kong crew over on Drink to the Past, um, which was a lot of fun. So thank you to to Sean for having us on. And uh, anyways, my, my point is is that, as the name implies, the uh, one of the gimmicks of the show is, you know, you bring a feature beer of the week. And uh, I, I don't want to... I don't want to humble break here or anything, but it was one Canadian versus three Americans, and one Canadian definitely won. Let me just say that. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's only great. thing I have to complain about this weekend was Saturday morning. Uh, I slept in a little bit later than than I might. But that episode is uh, is is out everywhere that you get your podcasts. If you want to see uh, a little bit something different, a lot more casual, and and just some casual Donkey Kong talk and uh, and stuff like that. So go ahead and check that out and give our boy. Uh, follow over on Twitter at Spamman. So yeah, nice. Yeah, there you go. It was a lot of fun. Um, I also tweeted out something that I want to talk about before we get to today's episode. Um, that I want to acknowledge here on the show. So I was going through. I was I was on Google and I was just like kind of bored. You know, I was like, ah, what, what should I what should I look up? And because I'm just sitting here, so I typed in Champions Cast iTunes reviews, and I do not check these often enough. But we have a ton of ratings and a ton of reviews, um, and I really appreciate all of the different uh, feedback that we've got from a bunch of different people. Um, I just wanted to quickly go through and give a shout out to guys like Spencer E, um, Why Do Cray, 
uh, grapefruit, fruit grape, sick name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to say this. Qual J, uh, this is just a bunch of random letters. Mr. C Pickle, Luke Sky Fandom, Frizzly, uh, so many, there, there's too many people to list here. Tons of five-star reviews. We really appreciate it. Uh, I, I thank everybody for taking the time to do that. And, uh, I, I love, I love seeing when everyone complains about me hating on Twilight Princess. It just, it makes my day. I had put a smile on my face reading all these reviews. So thank you so much to everybody that takes the time to, to go ahead and post that. Um, it really means a lot. It helps the show. And yeah, it really means a lot to both Allison and I. Yeah, for sure. I, I went and read them after I saw your tweet just because I was like, oh, I didn't really... I didn't really read them before either. So, and I read some of them and I was just like, oh, I'm so glad that like, I and, I mean, sometimes I get really nervous when I'm on here just because I'm kind of just socially awkward or whatever. But I, I really appreciate that people really like listening to us and our input and that kind of thing. And that we can be like something for people to do or listen to while they're doing other stuff. I think somebody said they, that were background noise for them while they're doing chores and stuff like that. I just think that's really cool. And I never thought that when I joined this podcast that, that that's what we would be to anyone, but I think that's pretty awesome. Definitely. Um, and I do want to mention as well that somebody actually had more than one person had said a great podcast, but it kind of sucks that on iTunes, they only backlog 20 episodes. So oh, I went yeah. to check that out and I was like, that's strange. And so that was just like an ingrown setting. So I've actually changed that now to backload 500 episodes. So I think that every episode of the podcast should be available uh, on iTunes now for all of you guys listening and wanting to check out the backlog. Uh, it should all be there. So let me know if uh, if you can get that and you have access to that. But yeah, thank you so much for all the reviews. Uh, it really does mean a lot. It's really cool to see. Um, I love that somebody was talking about how much I plugged the Samus ad for Omega Metroid that puts oh, a smile yeah. on my face. <laughs> they were like, I kind of fall asleep to this podcast, but I wake up to Omega uh, Samus trailer. is under fire. Yeah, yeah that's that was, so great. That was fantastic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there we go. And you know what? We are, uh, we're going to do a contest here very quickly. I'm not going to give too many details right now, but it's going to be a contest that we're going to do in the next couple months to, uh, to drive some more five-star reviews. But before we get there, uh, I want to talk about the contest that I know that we can talk about coming up really soon at uh, Linktober CreatorCon. Um, rumor has it, Allison, that guess that Zelda tune might be back. And this time, there might be more than a winner of either you, I, or our moderator, who shall remain a secret for right now. Um, rumor has it that the fans listening can also get in on the action. And if they are to beat Allison, Andy, or the moderator, uh, they're going to win some Champions Cast Sway coming out very soon. I I've heard those rumblings. What about you, Al? I, I feel like I started those rumblings. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I think it'll be a f <laughs> I think it'll be a fun time. We're going to live stream it. So and hopefully we have like a good, you know, uh, system down to play these songs and then uh we're gonna obviously do our thing and guess the songs but the people in the chat can try and guess too and you know whoever is better than us <laughs> which isn't gonna be very hard let me tell you that <laughs> yeah uh, no kidding yeah you could probably win some stuff there you go and so this this is going down very soon actually so we we are tentatively booked for that sunday i want to say so that would be the sunday of um uh, I think that would be the 19th. 
uh, or no, maybe the maybe the twentieth. It's gonna be that weekend, and it's coming up very very soon. And so there is gonna be some giveaways and stuff. We're gonna be live on Twitch doing our thing. So make sure that you check it out. We will of course uh, have some more details and whatnot beforehand. But October CreatorCon, you can win some Champions Cast swag. Uh, there's gonna be some new T-shirts and stuff coming out very soon. So uh, yeah, you can you can rock that and, and turn those heads while you're walking down the street. And rumor rumor even has it. Allison, that there may be a special Twilight Princess shirt with the with the holy word that we've come to associate it with on this oh, show. Oh boy! <laughs> so I, I know that everybody listening wants to rock that. So yeah, yeah. I love it. Linktober Creator Con that is coming up in almost exactly a month's time. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. But Allison, we've shilled for long enough here. Let's get to uh, today's show. The reason why we're all here, of course, E three is also about a month away, and I am staking my reputation on the fact that we will see a Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. But let's talk about some of the great Zelda trailers that we have seen before. We're here to talk about all of the greatest Legend of Zelda trailers uh, throughout the years, uh, not not ranking them necessarily in any particular order, although some are obviously better than others. Uh, we thought that this would be a fun topic. If you guys want to, we totally encourage you guys to throw these in your YouTube machine and watch along with us as we talk about them. Uh, we'll, you know what? We'll we'll throw some links out too in the in the show description as well, so that you guys can follow along. But um, yeah, I'm excited to talk about some of these trailers because some of them, I swear to God, Allison, I still like get goosebumps and tear up when I see them. Uh, same. So when I was doing my research for this, trying to find all my, you know, like at least top ten. Um, I was like, I had my arms on my desk and I just had to keep rubbing them because my hair was like standing on end while I was watching some of these. And it, I think that's so cool that something like this, something that you're watching and you're listening and you're like feeling, you know, can do, can make you have that kind of reaction. And like you said, obviously there are some that are better than the, uh, than others. And I feel like as I was doing my research, there was a point, like a turning point that Nintendo actually tried to do these trailers really well. And um, I just think that's so cool, and I really wanted to talk about them. Yeah, and, and there's definitely some recency bias here, for sure. Because, you know, the, the better yeah. the better trailers have come in, in the last couple of years, because they're a lot more cinematic. There's original music composed for these trailers. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it just is, it's such a better production, you know, lately. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, I will give a shout-out to the original, like, sizzle reel style of trailer for like the nes uh legend of zeldas both of them had kind of neat trailers like that so they, you know it, it's it's nice and you can appreciate them but i think that uh you know as, as time has went on these trailers have definitely you know improved yeah, yeah. yes um <laughs> all right well let us let us get started here and allison i'm gonna i'm gonna go in no particular order here as we do these um the one of the ones on my list of great trailers that I remember seeing was the Majora's Mask 3D announcement trailer. And I remember exactly uh, where I was. I was on my computer watching, I, I believe it was a Nintendo Direct. And it had seemed like for years after Ocarina of Time 3D had come out, um, immediately after everyone was like, Majora's Mask, Majora's Mask, Majora's Mask. And uh, AJ Aonuma has been like, no, we're not doing Majora's Mask. And then they show this like, really awesome looking trailer it's got this weird kind of purple 
grid around it or border around it. And that was actually fairly common for 3DS trailers. But then I really love that they show like the world of Majora's Mask and then they zoom in on the clocks and you can see the clocks ticking. Yeah. And I was pretty sure it was Majora's Mask before that. But then when they zoomed in on the clock, I was just like, oh, yeah, it was awesome. I loved it. And then it's just just kind of just like a sizzle reel with uh, some characters and different music and stuff after. But just the the whole zoom in of the clock, I remember just that moment of being like, oh, man, this is so good. Yep. I, I remember the complete and utter feeling of validation I had when I saw that trailer because this is this is like like a couple years after I finally got back into the Zelda series, like super into it like I am now. Um, I just joined Zelda Dungeon at the time. So I was brand new baby writer. And um, I was telling my friend, I was like, we got Ocarina of Time 3D. We're obviously going to get Majora's Mask 3D. And he was like, no, no, that, no, they won't do that. They're not going to do that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? There's been hints everywhere. You got a hint in <laughs> Link Between Worlds with the mask. You got a hint with Zelda Williams coming out at a panel holding a Majora's Mask pillow. They didn't announce anything, but she was holding it. So, I mean, obviously. And then we get this trailer, and I was like, yes! Because I was like, yes, I was right. And yeah, I agree. There was like, there was like these little tiny, tiny hints that it was like Majora's Mask in the trailer. And then boom, you see the clocks and it's like the, the clocks are ticking down, down, down. And it is really cool um, how they did that and made you be like, yes, this is Majora's Mask. So I agree. That was a pretty fun trailer. Uh, just, just like a lot of cool, like little moments in the trailer too. Like um, it is a sizzle reel, but they just, they put like some of the quintessential Majora's Mask stuff in the sizzle reel. Like, I think about a minute and change in, you've got, like, the cow being being sucked up into the UFO. Yeah. Um, they show... <laughs> God, they show the end of the world. It looks awesome. They have, uh, they have Skull Kid at the end, and he looks awesome. The logo for Majora's Mask looks awesome in this. It's just a such a well-done trailer. And if it were, like, just a bit more cinematic, I feel like it yeah. could have really been really been something special but i mean that's kind of a it's kind of a product of its time so to speak so uh, even so really really awesome uh, really well done trailer and that one always stuck out to me as, as a really awesome one yep i i would agree all right um, you know what i'll I'm, you go next actually i was gonna kind of direct traffic here but you you just pick one. Oh, okay um let's go with here this is another remake um and like we were saying this is also kind of based on things got better you know with more technology and that kind of stuff. So Wind Waker HD trailer is definitely better than the original Wind Waker trailer. Um, I And I'm talking about the launch trailer. So um, I, I just feel like it starts off with the ocean, you know, and it's like super crisp looking. The colors are fantastic. And you're kind of like, hey, that looks familiar, right? And then it keeps going yeah. and it shows Link. He's on outset and he's at a, on a cliff and the colors and everything is just so vivid. And then, you know, they continue um, showcasing a lot of uh, familiar scenes that we remember from Wind Waker, the original, um, you know, like the bird taking Errol and seeing Tetra on the boat and all that kind of stuff. And that's great. But I just think that the focus for that trailer was how much it had improved graphically. Um, I don't even think it really shows anything about like the Swift Sail or any of the other major changes that they made. made. It's mostly about the graphics. And I think that was... Uh, like, for me, it was super hyping because, again, this was the time that I was getting back into the Zelda series, and I didn't really like Wind Waker when I was a kid, the original. So I was seeing this for the first time, and I was, or for, like, for the first time, like, being back in the Zelda series, I guess I should say. Right. 
And I was just like, oh, this is like, this is gripping me. I have to go play this game again, even though I didn't really like it. And I, it totally changed my mind. So I think for a trailer to be able to make you want to play a game that you didn't originally like, that's that's a pretty big deal. And the trailer is beautiful. Like, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful looking trailer. The thing about this trailer, actually, that sticks out to me is the music. Um, because in the original, and we'll talk about this a little bit later... But, like, there have been three Zelda trailers that used, like, the Ocarina of Time trailer music. And Wind yeah. Waker also did that. And I and I want to say it was E3 2002 is when that trailer for the Wind Waker came out. I don't even think it was called the Wind Waker yet at that point. But it had, like, this music that was just, like, totally antithetical to the style of the game. It was, like, this super epic, heavy, like, dark music. And you've got this, this charming, bubbly world of the Wind Waker which uh, does does not fit that at all. So this is just a better representation of the Wind Waker and, and its themes and, and the game in general. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. The focus is really on on the updated graphics because, it, it, man, it looks good. It looks so, so crisp. It looks very, like, they, they should have almost done a side-by-side trailer because it just looks a thousand times better than oh, the original yeah, Wind Waker. And the original Wind Waker, I don't think even looks bad today, but like HD just looks like, oof, looks really, really crisp. And you could tell that right from the opening shot of the ocean. It just looks really, really good. Yeah. And aside from like, you know, the games, the Ocarina of Time being made and remade in 3D, this was like the cusp of seeing all these remakes, you know, Um, where it was like intended better graphics um maybe even different styles a little bit and having quality of life changes so i think this it's definitely not the first i know that but i feel like this is the starting point where people were like oh my gosh we're probably going to get a lot of zelda games remade similarly um for better graphics better quality of life that sort of thing when we saw trailers like this yeah yeah i agree um all right well i'm gonna i'm gonna segue from that into a trailer that I kind of mentioned earlier, but not really. So for me, this was maybe the greatest, not, not the greatest trailer, but one of the greatest moments for me in my early Zelda fandom, because you know, the wind waker came out and I think retroactively, everybody was just like, okay, yeah, this game, this game is awesome. Uh, it, It rocks. The style just did something so unique that no other style can do. And it's a style that still lives on today. But when it came out, there was, you know, a lot of backlash, like a lot of backlash to to the style. And a lot of fans, especially like at that time, because like the, the big console war was still, you know, kind of a thing. And there was a lot of like more... And Nintendo wasn't cooperating with Microsoft at that time, let's just say. And so when people saw The Wind Waker... Uh, they were just like, oh, this sucks. This is for kids. And I remember that being the rap on The Wind Waker was that it was a quote-unquote kiddie game. And so Nintendo at E3 2004, which was already a very strong show for them. They had Metroid Prime 2. They had the Nintendo DS uh, debuting. And Reggie fils and this is like Reggie's first time, I think, on stage for Nintendo, comes up and he introduces one more thing. And you guys know where I'm going with this. Uh, it, it gave birth to the famous reaction meme from IGN. And it has a basically a very short sizzle reel trailer with the Ocarina of Time trailer music. And it shows a new realistic Hyrule. It's got like the, the riders coming in. And then you flash and you see Link 
just charging out of Hyrule Castle, riding Epona. This awesome music is playing in the background, like takes his sword up. Of course, we know that this is going to become Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. At the time, I was hyped for this, which is super ironic because <laughs> now I look at this and I'm like, ah, I, don't, I wish they wouldn't have gone with this style. But at the time, I was just like, this is awesome. Like, this is what I wanted to see. And uh, it was a great trailer. It was short and sweet. And it's just like, it wasn't cinematic necessarily, but it had the cool, like, you know, or will the darkness rain kind of text flashing across the screen. Right. Um, so yeah, this, this was a great trailer. I remember just being like, oh, like going, going nuts when I saw this. And, and I think I would have been like, I don't know, uh, in my teens when I saw this for the first time. So I was on the message boards being like, kitty my ass after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can understand that totally. I didn't see this trailer uh, when it initially came out. Um, I I did play Twilight Princess when it uh, when it did come out, so I saw something and wanted to play it, obviously. But I don't think it was this. And looking at this, it's kind of cool because, like, obviously they're showing something that they're working on. It's not finished by any means or whatever. And it even has models from Wind Waker. As I'm looking at it, there's like a mo- uh, a Wind Waker Moblin in there that Link is fighting. And I just think that's kind of cool because it shows, like, a transition that they were going from Wind Waker to Twilight Princess to something more realistic. Um, but, yeah, it's showing, like, a lot of the a lot of the stuff in Twilight Princess that we've come to know and love. Um, it's showing something, like, gritty and, like, real more realistic after the cell shading that people seem to have a hard time swallowing with uh, Wind Waker. So, yeah, I can imagine that the hype was, like, huge when people initially saw this. There, yeah, there's uh, there's that really famous meme of, like, the four IGN guys, and they're watching E3 2003, which was a horrific show, that, and, like, Nintendo's big game was, like, Pac-Man. <laughs> um, and then one year later, they're in the, the exact same guys in the exact same position are, like, cheering, watching this Twilight Princess oh, trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. It's that was no. That was this. That was Twilight Princess being like the the reason that these guys were just like ah, um, so it, a great moment in time, um, and and we're not done talking about Twilight Princess yet. So let's uh, no. I guess maybe let's keep the ball rolling. That's a natural transition, I think. Heck yeah! So I mean, while that was great, obviously it ha- probably had a lot of hype and stuff. I feel and I feel Corey Richmond would actually be proud to have this on the list. <laughs> the Ugh. Twilight Princess trailer um, that you see. I- I don't think they showed it beforehand, but you see it after the opening credit, like opening scene is done when you're playing Twilight Princess. Um, it starts, um, has some really like somber, intriguing, mysterious music. You have the castle in the twilight in the background and Zance walking up towards Zelda. And you're like, whoa, this game kind of feels like, uh, oh, I don't know what's going on. It's very mysterious what's happening. And then it kind of takes you, a little bit happier music takes you to a land that's far away. And Link in his little farm, the little, like, Ordon area, he looks like a farm boy. And you got the kids and stuff. And so it's doing a really good job. (laughs) It's doing a really good job of, like, taking you through the initial parts of a story and then it picks up, and it's like, boom, Link sees this giant wall of twilight. He turns into a wolf. He's dragged to the castle. He sees Midna. The music is, like, rising. Um, you get some, like, a kind of lull, and it's Zelda's lullaby, and it has some more, like, uh, toned-down stuff of Link walking through Castle Village or whatever it's called in that game. And um, 
you know, kayaking down the river, some like softer things, but then it picks up again with this incredible music. You're fighting all these epic beasts and stuff. And of course it ends like on this really cool note of Link pulling the master sword and like the wind is brushing away the fog and Minna's like staring at him as he holds it up. And I just feel like that's cinematic. That's epic. That's like, that's what we need for going forward for all Zelda trailers, game trailers in general. It's just so good and so capturing. And even though I don't really like playing Twilight Princess, this watching this again makes me want to play it, knowing I don't like playing it. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is uh, it's a pretty good trailer. Um, it's not like my favorite for a couple reasons, but I, I I will say that I think that the music definitely adds to. Like, they definitely wove the music in with the visuals, which isn't the case yes. for a lot of, like, trailers that came before this. You know what I mean? Like, the yes. moment where Link transforms into the wolf is is very cool. And, like, the music kind of rises and falls. And it's, like, this horror music or whatever that you'd see in, like, Frankenstein or something like that. Um, so I, I do like that aspect. One thing that sticks out to me about this trailer, and this is probably just a personal preference, but I, I really like when like a trailer is happening and so link is doing all sorts of things. He's like using his hook shot. He's using he's like, he's slashing people or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like when you can hear that sound effect. I think it adds to the trailer when you can like hear the slices and hear the action and stuff like that. And basically in this trailer, it's just muted and you just hear um, the music, which, which is, which is fine, I guess. But like for, for me, I, I do like to have that kind of extra little bit of immersion when you can hear all the stuff going on. Um, you know, one thing about this trailer, and I'm sorry I'm going here, but it's just like, god damn, this whole game is just like, there's this brown, gold, weird hue and tint to everything. I think there's like, (laughs) there's like 20 seconds of this trailer that don't have this like tint to it. And it just kind of throws into perspective to me what I don't really like about the, the graphical style of Twilight Princess. Which is ironic because I loved, I loved the initial reveal, but yeah, I don't know. This, this is a very cool trailer. The music definitely does add, and I think it starts the journey towards Nintendo being a little bit more cinematic yes. with their yes. trailers. So it, it's got that at least, and there is like a ton of cool imagery um, in this trailer as well. Uh, Zant really looks cool uh, towards yeah. the end of the trailer. Like he shows up with his with his helmet on, and uh, you've got like the scenes of of Link in the field, which look really cool, and all, the, like, the the spirits of light around Zelda and stuff. So, it, I mean, yeah, there's definitely some cool stuff in this trailer. Um, it wasn't on my list, but I can see... And I think I'm in the minority. I think everyone loves this trailer, really, except for me. So, But I can see why people love it. It's very... <laughs> the music alone is, is, you know, worth worth probably inclusion. That's fair enough. And I, and I think, too, it was the first trailer that... Well, I guess, I guess no. I was going to say it's the first trailer that they made original music for. Um, but we had the Ocarina of Time trailer music, I guess, that they had made original music for that. But then they used it for Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. So it was nice to finally get new, like, this was made for this trailer. Mm-hmm. I, I would agree with that. And like you said earlier, this is kind of where I feel Nintendo kind of flipped. And as I said at the top of the show, where it looks like they're trying to actually make these trailers really good. Because there was a 2005 story trailer for Twilight Princess that used the same music, but it was really choppy. It wasn't put together very well, in my opinion. Um, I don't think it's as gripping as this one is. So it kind of feels like there was a transition where Nintendo's like, 
okay, let's actually put some real, real, real work into these. And from that point on, it's they, they just get better and better. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, okay, well let's let's keep it moving here. And this is uh, this is one of my picks, and I I love this trailer um, for a couple of reasons, but mostly because it is such a such a dichotomy between like the actual like opening of the trailer and the ending of the trailer. And I'm talking about the Link's Awakening 2019 initial reveal trailer. And first of all, this trailer starts off with like these beautiful anime style graphics of Link on his boat and the lightning striking him. And I love this because it's like, it's funny to watch the Link's Awakening like Game Boy trailer and then watch the Link's Awakening DX trailer and then watch this. Cause it's like the same scene where Link is on his boat and then lightning strikes and it just gets better and better and better each time. Um, mm-hmm. you know, graphically, obviously, but it's just like, it's such a cool kind of evolution to see. Um, but yeah, the thing about this trailer, I think that was so startling and, but like awesome at the same time is, as I remember watching this, it was on a Nintendo direct and you go from that scene and you have the gorgeous, like, uh, uh, version of like, you can see Koholint Island and, and the mountain and the big egg on top of it. But then you flash over to the actual gameplay and it's got this like cute kind of toy look to it. And the music is very, <laughs> like, it's very cute and charming. And it's just like, is this right? Like, did I, did I just watch the, like an intro to a different game other than what we've got? Um, so I just, I always really loved like how bizarre and wild that was. And like, after I saw this, I, I of course got used to it. And, but I just, I remember the first time I ever saw this and I was just like, this looks so weird and like so crazy. Um, and you see Marin singing and you see like the owl, you see a bunch of different mini bosses and stuff. It's a really well put together trailer. It's short, sweet. Um, and at the end you get like the, the soft little ballad of the windfish from Marin. Uh, she's singing that, which I always thought was a great touch. So th- this was just a, a great example of like short and sweet. And there was a few other Link's Awakening trailers that came out after this that I really loved, but it was always just that feeling of like going from the opening to going to like the toy link aesthetic to me that uh, I always just, I really, I really loved. And it was just like so jarring, which is kind of what Link's Awakening is really all about. So yeah, I, this one, uh, this one's always has stuck out to me. Yeah. I have this one on my list too. Um, I, I definitely feel like there was some, some weird reactions to it just because I feel like there were people that, really love the original game but for me I never played it so I was seeing something brand new um I mean obviously it was new but brand new to me and and I was so hyped because I was like oh my gosh I can play this game as a remake like I don't have to go and play it on my uh 3ds trying to find Link's Awakening in the the eShop or whatever and so and like you said it had that that cool anime like opening scene that's reminiscent to the original um, Link's Awakening uh, opening scene, and it was really cool and cinematic and great. And then they have this cute toy, little Link, that looks like the elf from the Misfit Toys, <laughs> and I love it. And I know some people don't like it, but I just think it's so cute. I love it when when Nintendo does, you know, not everybody likes change, and I know I've said that there are some changes I, I didn't like, but this was a good change. Like, it was fun. It wasn't just like a, 
they did something for no reason and it was stupid. I thought it was fantastic and I really enjoyed playing this game for the first time in that style and having the jaunty little music uh, with Link's little waddle. And, <laughs> and it was great. And obviously there's some really deep themes to this game. And so the, the art style is kind of weird with that, but I think it fits, you know? And I agree. I think the ending portion of this trailer where it has uh, Marin humming is fantastic. So I good. Think that's really cool. It's, so good. What, what's that word that Judy uses to describe uh, Koroks? Oh, no, move? I don't know. Like toddling or something like that. Toodled. They toodled. toodle. <laughs> yeah. 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 Link, Link toodles in this game. It's very cute. <laughs> it's lovely. It, you know, I I actually was kind of expecting like Wind Waker 2.0 when when this game was initially revealed. And, and I feel like for a little bit there was somewhat of a pushback against this art style, but like, I feel like it died like very, very quickly. I don't know if you agree with that or not, but I think that like the, the backlash to wind waker lasted forever. Like it lasted for years. And this one, I feel like lasted a couple days and people were just like, this looks so cool. What are you talking about? And I think everyone really quickly kind of got on board with that and was like, you know what? This does look really cool. Like you're yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I kind of feel like, I, I agree with what you were saying. I remember initially people were like, ugh. But I, I feel like that died really quickly. Yeah, if you compare it to Wind Waker's reaction, it definitely did. It, it didn't last that long. Well, there we go. Um, all right, Al, take us take us away to our next uh, destination. Okay, should we should we talk about Skyward Sword, maybe? I think I think we should talk about Skyward Sword. I think it's time. Okay, so... I, I you have think... to. Sorry, you have to ignore my typing, everybody. I'm, I'm actually, I'm typing in the, the trailers to watch them as we talk about them. Yeah, I, I have them open too, just to help me a little bit. So when it comes to Skyward Sword, there's a, there's a real standout trailer that we will talk about. But I just want to give some attention to the 2010 E3 trailer of Skyward Sword. It's like the announcement trailer of Skyward Sword. And it kind of starts with Zelda's lullaby. You've got all these different iterations of Link kind of running towards a light. And then, boom, there's the new version of Link. And he looks great. He looks, you know, kind of like a mix of the realistic of Twilight Princess and then, like, Ocarina of Time style a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the most important part of this trailer, aside from that, which was super cool, is that they're showcasing, you know, the unique new gameplay style which is the motion controls with the sword strikes and they're showing you fighting these different enemies and like the giant uh Maldorak scorpion um and then they also show like all these new super cool items that we haven't seen before like the beetle and um obviously we've seen the bow but they showcase the bow which is pretty cool um and bombs and then they also have the whip which totally looks different than how it actually turned out in the game um and I just think that's really cool that they they are announcing this game that has kind of moved beyond the conventions of how we see Zelda and how we've played Zelda in the past. And they're showcasing new stuff. And I feel like this was the start of them. That, like, obviously it didn't come out that great where people agreed with the motion controls and the changes. But this was the start of them moving beyond just the regular Zelda formula. And I feel like it was the... It was the stepping stone they needed to get to Breath of the Wild, which is so radically different. You know what I mean? So I feel like this trailer yeah. deserves some love and uh, some attention. Obviously, the Ballad of the Gaudiest one is better, and we'll talk about it. But I just think that this one was a good hype starter for the next age of Zelda. You know what? So I, I did not have this 
on my list either. And I'm watching this trailer, and actually, this is a fine trailer. It's a really good trailer. Um, and you're right, it shows off a ton of like Link's new items. It has like it has all of the action sounds in it, you know, so it feels mm-hmm. a little bit more immersive to me. Um, and the the intro is particularly cool because one of the big things about Skyward Sword, you have to remember, when it came out, it was coming out on the 25th anniversary of Zelda, so that was kind of a big marketing thing for it. Like Hyrule Historia came out, I think they mentioned that the Skyloft Academy has been open for 25 years in the game, which man, I'm, I I they gotta update that in the in Skyward Sword HD to 35. Right. That'd be great. <laughs> um, but it, it is really cool. Like you see Majora's Mask and you see Wolf Link and the boat and and Link riding Epona from Ocarina of Time. That's all very cool. But I think the reason that I did not have this on my on my list is because you you, you ever seen that Twitter account that's like. Um, moments that precede epic fails or something like that oh yeah so this unfortunately is an example of that because this trailer debuts uh and immediately following this trailer we have bill trennan and shikiro miyamoto and they're on stage at e3 trying to demonstrate to people how skyward sword works and everything goes completely wrong and nothing works and it's super awkward super uncomfortable and people are just like, what the hell is this? Um, so I think that that is kind of burned in my mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, this this trailer is, is a good trailer. But unfortunately, what happened right after it kind of leaves a sour taste in my mouth. You know, the other thing about this trailer, too, is um, some of the trailers that we'll talk about here on our list. You know, they, they all took place either during E3 or, like, during some special directs or presentations or something like that. Right. And generally speaking, Zelda trailers are, like, the main event of a show, right? Like, that's the last thing. that That's the trailer that, that someone comes out and says, and we have one more thing to show you. And mm-hmm. it's a Zelda trailer. This actually kicked off E3 2010. So oh, it, it didn't have that same kind <laughs> of... Uh, like pizzazz, you know, it's like it's like the world title match opening WrestleMania. It's just it's not quite the same. Um, so, so that that I feel like works against it too, yeah. in my mind. But I I think that in a vacuum, you're actually right. This trailer is very good. Yeah, it's it's just unfortunate they didn't have a very good marketing kind of deal uh, like strategy with it. But I'm like what we were talking about in our what if episode is just like if it was just this trailer. You know, as they've shown us in, you know, previous years with Breath of the Wild, they just show us a trailer. They don't necessarily show us, like, any gameplay or anything like that. If it was just mm-hmm. this trailer and they had put it at the end of the show, it definitely oh, would yeah. have gotten so much more hype. It would have been, like, on par probably with the, the E3 2004 reveal of Twilight Princess. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're totally right. And actually, so we have this trailer and the debacle that followed after it. We have those to thank for the birth of Nintendo Directs. Because I think that Nintendo was just like, we are never, ever doing something like this again where we're going to be on stage and right. look like total Goombas like this. Yeah. So we can, we can point back to this as a, as a turning point for better things to come. Yep. It's just unfortunate, so there we go. it's still good. Uh, well, let's talk about something that was great. Allison, that was great. Okay. One of the best trailers I think Nintendo has ever done. It's it's again, it's short, it's sweet, but this trailer fills me with a sense of adventure like none other, and it's mostly due to the music. Of course, I'm talking about the Skyward Sword Ballad of the Goddess trailer. Uh, this is like start to start to finish, like just an awesome trailer. It begins with the with the loft wings flying around Skyloft. 
that music oh it starts to pump and the this the sense of adventure that you get is just like so palpable i feel like uh, you mm-hmm. can see all the different residents of Skyloft kind of doing their thing. The goddess statue. Um, you see Link. And you kind of see, like, everybody before they really set off on their big adventure. The Red Loftwing, of course. Uh, it's just, like, such a great, like... It, it almost reminds me of the sense of, like, fun and adventure in, like, a Pirates of the Caribbean or something. Like, it's got that <laughs> same kind of, like, vibe to it. Where it's just, like, it's just, like, so fun. It slows down in the middle and it's romantic almost between Link and Zelda. But then... She falls into the big vortex. Um, this is great. It's and this is where I feel like Nintendo really was just like, all right, like cinematics and music in a trailer matter. Uh, you got halfway through, at about a minute through, you get like the the Batman suit up shot of Link, and he's in like the green tunic, and then you see him kind of fighting all these different enemies. You got all the sounds in there. The music is picking up. Link is jumping. He's grabbing on ropes. Uh, you see some of the other residents of Hyrule. I guess not Hyrule at this time, but you see the Fire Sanctuary, all the Time Stones. It's just, like, such a great trailer. And then at the end, when the music is kind of, like, ramping up, uh, you get the little tease. You see Girahim. Such a great, like, such a great trailer. Short, sweet, but, man, it just, like, pumps me up watching this. And a lot of it is due to the music, but, yeah. oh, yeah, God. And, you know what, Let, let's throw in... We didn't throw this, this trailer in because it's basically the same trailer, but Skyward Sword HD is also like, you know, I'm going to throw that guy in there too because that is uh, is basically the same thing but looks a little bit prettier. Uh, also mm-hmm. was totally hyped to watch that as well. So yeah, this is a great trailer. I literally talked from it from start to finish. So I <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I, I mean, I like this trailer. I think maybe the, the opening, the one that happens after the opening scene in the game is just slightly better, slightly more like... Uh, linear put together but this is still great because like you said it shows it takes a good chunk of time to show the initial like stories of all the characters you kind of see them set up before they go on their adventure and then like you said you know Zelda is taken by that tornado and then this is where you know it starts and this is where you get to see what you're going to be doing in the game all these wonderful like enemies and uh puzzles that you get to do and that sort of stuff and yeah the music just makes it and this is like i feel like twilight princess music is good but this is when you're like oh this whole soundtrack is going to be a masterpiece just from this trailer music alone because again it was specifically made for this game and it's a huge theme throughout the game and then the rest of the music is just wonderful that follows so it definitely gets you hyped up to play this game i know that people you know don't like the motion controls but i feel like if they were watching these trailers they they wouldn't care they would be like yeah i kind of want to play that oh yeah yeah this oh this trailer is so good the the music just the sense of adventure i don't know how else to put it but like the sense of adventure that you get from this is just like oh it's 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 so good i cannot wait to play this in in what is it two months now wow and in two months time we're gonna be playing skyward sword hd so i am super super excited for that um let's Let's move on, Allison, and no surprise here, our last three are all Breath of the Wild related, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, call us predictable, but I don't care. You know, the the trailers really have come a long way since since the days of, uh, of, of Legend of Zelda for the NES back in, in the early 80s, or the late 80s, so let's, set, let's get it started off with, well, actually, I'll, I know that you wanted to talk about the initial 
um, Breath of the Wild like reveal trailer before it was even called Breath of the Wild. So I, oh, yeah. I think we've got time to fit that in if you want to start with that. So the um, there's the Zelda Wii U trailer in 2014. Yes. Um, so I, I really like this. Uh, it's like a first look kind of deal. And it starts off um, with Eiji Aonuma. He's actually talking about, you know, breaking the conventions of Zelda, which is kind of cool. So he talks for, like, a minute or so. And then he's like, okay, take a look at this. And you've got this huge, like, backdrop of a giant, massive open world. It's beautiful. It's crisp. There's The colors are just so vibrant. And there's a freaking sunrise. And it's just so cool looking. And you got Link on his horse. and Or what you assume is Link at the time, obviously. And then it comes in with this, like, giant like mechanical creature thing that we obviously know is a guardian now but at the time that was just like so so different from anything that we've ever seen in zelda and it's just freaking racing through it's causing chaos it's shooting this laser beam at link who's running away on the horse and then he runs to a bridge and the the guardian like rips up the bridge with its legs and link um you know does his thing he pulls out his bow and he's shooting like bomb arrows which is cool because we don't normally see bomb arrows showcased in a trailer or whatever and then he like launches off the horse and rips off his hood which is also super cinematic and cool and then he pulls this little technical kind of arrow and it's got this cool slow-mo moment where it's like showing it powering up shooting at the guardian and you get link's face and that's how it kind of ends and i just think when we haven't seen something in like three or four years for Zelda, like not at this caliber after Skyward Sword. And you're seeing this for the first time, something so crisp. And so it just looks like it's so modern for the time of video games um, that it was born in, you know, it's just, it was so good. And it was so hype inducing. Like I can't remember, like I can't remember if like everybody was like screaming or everybody was like so silent. I, I was just so freaking out and in my head about it. So it, it was, it was pretty great. Like, <laughs> goosebumps you know the thing that sticks out about this trailer to me is how like about three minutes in like is when the actual trailer like uh, starts i guess but it looks like it's almost a screenshot yeah um, right it it really does and then like but like an interactive screenshot where like some of the the grass is blowing or whatever mm -hmm. but then like um link starts to move and it's just like wow this is like really different than what we've seen and i remember um the big takeaway, of course, in this was this was the first time that you saw the champion's tunic and not oh, the yeah. traditional green and and whatever tunic. So I, it was just like, wow, this this really is going to be super different. And it's the most hilarious part is it says it's releasing in 2015, which, <laughs> yeah. we, <laughs> which we know, of course, did not happen. Uh, but that was probably for the best. Let's move on. I want to talk about the next time that we would really see breath of the wild in in full form and that is of course the the 2016 trailer and uh this is it's it's not like the most action-packed trailer it's actually quite slow but mm -hmm. the the music i feel like really plays a big part in this and it's really just like an introduction to the world but i remember this just resonating with me so much because like this was the first time that we had seen breath of the wild in a long 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 time Mm -hmm. I think, if I'm not mistaken, this was the first time since that we've seen it in almost a year because, or even even more than that, because it had been delayed in January of twenty four or twenty fifteen or something like that, and then they were like, we're not showing it at E three twenty fifteen because it's going to be you know it's not going to be ready within six to nine months, and we didn't see it at all until this E three, and 
And this trailer just shows, like, the beauty of the world, all the wildlife, Link kind of doing his thing. Um, a little bit further into the trailer, it does show, like, some of the, the abilities that he would use, like, uh, Cryonis and Magnesis and stuff like that. I think that the, um, the one thing about this trailer that always sticks out to me, and uh, I don't know if you notice this as well, but, like, there's a point where the music kind of starts swelling. It's about two minutes in. It, it kind of stops and the music like jumps and it and I remember the first time I was watching this I was like yes. did my computer jump yes that that always seemed a little bit weird to me but other than that I think that this is like a really fantastic trailer very cinematic I love like the way that this trailer ends I think is so great it ends with link going into a shrine um, and then you see a guardian coming up and actually this is a this is gonna be a deep cut here for a lot of people but Allison, do you remember the Gears of War Mad World trailer? Oh, God, no. <laughs> okay, so any of you old-timers out there like me listening, uh, Google Google Gears of War Mad World trailer. And I remember watching this trailer in theaters, actually, and at the end of it, there's, like, this giant monster that was about to kill all of the heroes. And this is almost, like, the same thing, because at the end of this trailer, you see the Guardian, and he's about to blast Link's head off. And then the music stops again, and it fades to, like, that iconic shot of the Master Sword. It's all rusted up, and you got the silent princesses around it. And I remember this moment vividly because they they flashed the logo, the Legend of Zelda, and then finally, finally, the subtitle, Breath of the Wild. And, like, I just got goosebumps saying that. And I was just like, it felt so good to put a name to this game that we've been talking about. And I feel like it's going to be the same thing when they reveal the subtitle for Breath of the Wild 2 at E3 2021. <laughs> but yeah, this was this was a fantastic trailer. Um, I remember where I was watching it. I got up early because I think they did... Uh, I, I think this was an earlier Nintendo E3 showing. And I, I got up to watch it and I was just like, just glued to the TV. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, I was at work, of course, because that's what Nintendo does. They look at my work schedule and they're like, cool, Allison's working, we're going to show some stuff. Um, (laughs) so, um, I was doing what I was not supposed to be doing and I was on my phone and I told everybody to leave me alone for a few minutes and I was watching this trailer while you guys, I think you guys were all in the writing chat, probably getting ready to write stuff up. I I wasn't part of the team at this point. I would, I would, didn't come on until, uh, the end of 2016. Yeah. Okay. Well, everybody else was in the writing chat (laughs) except for me and Andy (laughs) and, um, (laughs) Uh, yeah, it was like, it was, it was so good. And man, I wish I was in a different place at the time because I really just wanted to freak out and like scream and uh, probably cry a little bit. But like, yeah, it's, it's, it was so good. It showcased the world, kind of introduced you to what you'd be seeing, what was the point of the game, which was exploration, um, changing the, changing the whole formula for Zelda forever. And I think that's fine. Um, I will admit that, like, I really liked the music, but it was, like, it took me a second to get used to because it's different from what we've heard before. And like you said, with that, like, that pause in the music before it, like, picks up and it's really weird. It kind of sounds like a a break on a track or whatever. That's always bothered me. It's just one of those things that it it is what it is. It does that during your fight with Beast Ganon as well, and it just bothers me, but it is what it is. Um... But yeah, you get to the end where it they like reveal the subtitle and I I feel like they haven't really done that before. I mean, they have, but it's not as intentional and slow as it is in this 
where they kind of like have these like leaves and like petals like fluttering in the breeze and it reveals the name and then you have the silent princess popping up on the z i just think that's so cool and i want them to continue in that format for whenever they reveal a subtitle for zelda going forward because i just think that yes that kind of adds to the to the the moment and that like feeling in your chest that you're seeing something amazing and you're so excited it, it just was so good and i want them to continue that Totally. You know, I have a funny sidebar actually about subtitle reveals. So we talked about earlier the fan backlash to Wind Waker and like then Twilight Princess came out and it was this mature looking game. Uh-huh. I remember when the subtitle Twilight Princess was revealed, people were like, oh, this sucks. Like because Twilight, <laughs> the, the movie series or the book series was kind of becoming a thing at the yeah. time. And people are like, oh, it's going to be that's that's so lame. Princess. God, that's not cool. I think. I remember being on the message boards and some people were like, they should call it Reigns of Death since, like, you have horse reins and uh, oh <laughs> all this God. silly stuff. Yeah, so that... Yeah, but the sub- the subtitle reveal is a big deal and an important deal. And, like, I, I would hope that we see the same thing with uh, Breath of the Wild 2 where it's, like, the, the subtitle is revealed in, like, a, a cinematic, similar fashion. Yeah, I so, would yeah. agree. Should we uh, should we just talk about Breath of the Wild 2 since we're here, Allison? Let's do it, yeah. All right, so you can... I want everybody to know, you can actually hear my reaction to watching Breath of the Wild 2's trailer for the first time in the Champions Cast archives, E3 2019. It's a long show. Taylor and I streamed the pre-show, E3, and then the post-show. But man, I did not expect this at e3 i not in a million years did i think that we were getting a sequel to breath of the wild i saw i saw all the green swirling stuff and i was like what is this this is weird like this music sounds really janky and i saw the torch and i still didn't know i saw the the green spirals and i still didn't know and it wasn't until you see zelda and link and i was like oh my god like and, and i still i was just like is this dlc because I, I don't know, like it, it seems so, it just didn't seem possible to me that they would be working on a follow-up so soon to mm-hmm. this game. But it's such a, uh, it's such like a, a creepy kind of a setting. You've got all of the, the malice kind of coming in on this figure that is, all this green stuff is coming around. You've got the rats running everywhere. Of course, we've got Princess Zelda who's sporting a haircut. And then you, and then you see it, the corpse of what we assume could be Ganondorf. Link's hand is going crazy. You've got all these quick shots. Uh, and then the corpse comes alive and his eyes start to glow. This was an absolutely awesome trailer. And then to, to cap it off, you see Hyrule Castle. And it looks like it's either... It's lifting off almost into the heavens. And so I, I don't know what's going on. But this is such a hype-inducing trailer I will, I will never forget watching this for the first time. Yeah. Um, once again, I was at work um, doing what I wasn't supposed to be doing. I was on my phone. And <laughs> and I swear to God, I got nothing done that whole day because I watched that trailer like probably 32 times afterwards because I was trying to analyze it. And I was talking with my Discord group about it, probably annoying the hell out of them, but I didn't care. And um, <laughs> it was just <laughs> – it was so <sighs> – we talk about cinematic and stuff, but this was, like, edgy. This was creepy. creepy. And you got, like, it starts with that heartbeat kind of thing. And, like, you, I was like, what the hell is this? You know? And, um, 
you kind of move forward and you hear like this really creepy like quiet humming music and it's just weird and it gets louder and it escalates as the trailer goes on and but you then you see zelda and link and i was like oh holy f this is this is something zelda related so i'm paying attention now uh well i was already paying attention but more and you're seeing they're like underground in these cave or ruins and the 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 malice is everywhere you're wondering what the heck that hand is doing um it's like sealing some kind of corpse and then yeah it's like everybody's like that's freaking ganondorf there's no way it's not i i'm convinced that it's that it is um and then it like wakes up like how creepy and the music stops it's so it was just so good and i feel like a lot of people are trying we're trying to analyze it i remember a lot of people are trying to analyze it as if it was one thing but i feel like these are different moments like like put together like spliced together i feel like mm-hmm. It's not one sequence. It's definitely different things put together, especially the scene at the end with the castle rising. I feel like that happens not in the same instance as Ganondorf waking up. So I hope I'm right about that. But yeah, this this produced a lot of speculation. It got a lot of hype. Unfortunately, it was followed by COVID. So obviously we didn't hear about it. I'm sure, I'm actually pretty sure that Nintendo had a pretty solid plan of how they were going to execute marketing this game and getting ready for it to release after breath of the wild like they kind of learned some things after breath of the wild but then you know the world happened so they they couldn't follow their plan so i'm hoping that they have a backup plan while i hope that they'll have a trailer for at e3 for breath or yeah breath of the wild 2 this year i don't think that they will i'm not convinced but this is definitely holding me over for the last two years i am convinced i i can't go off this trailer anymore I've, I've seen every possible angle of this trailer. I need more. And I'm going to get more at E3, Allison. I, I firmly believe that. Okay. So, we'll, and we'll talk about that in our E3 prediction episode, which is coming up uh, either next week or the week after. So, we will, we'll get to the bottom of what we're going to see from Nintendo at E3. But, let's talk about the greatest trailer that Nintendo has ever made. I don't even think it's a competition 23 million views on YouTube and 20 million views are from me. This is the <laughs> Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Nintendo Switch presentation trailer from 2017. Um, this was very early on into my my career, let's say, at Zelda Dungeon. This is the the epitome of of everything that we've seen before this. This is this is taking the best aspects of all of the other trailers, and I'm actually gonna. I'm just going to press play and do commentary for this trailer here. <laughs> so we start off and of course we've got all of the different scenes and we, we get to the great Deku tree and we see the sword. Exa- so exactly where we left off at the end of the last trailer. And here the music starts to pick up. We see, we get that sense of adventure. The same thing that we had with Skyward Sword. We see Link and he's overlooking this vast Hyrule. We can see Hyrule Castle in the distance this world is just waiting to be explored. Link sets out on his adventure, and now the music is really pumping. Now he's climbing mountains. Now he is running across bridges. Now he's trekking through the snow. And it goes quiet. And we get the first... This has got to be the first voiceover in Zelda trailer history. We get Impa talking about the history of Calamity Ganon, which is tied to the history of the royal family. Link is riding his horse across the plains. We see the ruins. Birds are flying. What is happening? 
we've got a shrine rising from the ground. We see Hyrule Castle. It's got Calamity Ganon swirling around it. This looks absolutely intense. The music is picking up. It's at a fever pitch. We have Moblins. We have Bacoblins and Guardians shooting things. Taluses. Oh my god, the music is going absolutely crazy here. We've got Hinoxes and the Yiga Clan. Link is using Magnesis. He's shooting arrows. The music is just bumping. We see Link with his Sheikah Slate opening a shrine. The Malice is going absolutely crazy. Calamity Ganon is going nuts. We see a Tenno village, Gerudo Town. All of the ruins of, of Hyrule Castle. And the music slows down again. We go back to the Great Deku Tree. He's telling Link that he's finally ready to hear what happened 100 years ago. As we see the Silent Princess and Link sweeping across Hyrule. Now we see the Divine Beasts and Link. And this is the first time that we've seen Princess Zelda, by the way, in this game. And she's in her goddess garb. The shrines are coming up from the ground. Oh, Link. Zelda turns around and I remember the crowd popping absolutely huge to see Zelda. Yeah. And of course, Zelda's despair is happening right now. She's running. We see Riju and Patricia. What an iconic scene of Zelda just crying in Link's arms. And now the music, the Zelda theme. I'm getting goosebumps. Jeruk is here. Link is riding across the horizon with the sun setting. That gives me goosebumps every single time. We got Mifa, Rivali, Sidon. Oh my god, Zelda has the has her goddess powers. This is absolutely the greatest trail. Link is dirty, he's beat up, but he is gonna continue on because that is what a hero does. Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. This trailer isn't done yet either. Zelda is talking to the great Deku Tree. And the last thing we see releases 0303. The crowd goes absolutely crazy when it is revealed that this will launch with the Nintendo Switch. This is the greatest trailer for anything I have ever seen in my life. I still watch it like numerous times, uh, sometimes just because I love it so much. Oh my god, what a what a fantastic trailer. Yeah, they knocked it out of the park with this one. And I can only hope that Breath of the Wild 2 will have an even better one. Um, but, yeah, I remember where I was. I was in my house, and thankfully they were doing this at night, so I wasn't at work. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it was pretty cool. Like, the presentation was cool, but then you get to the end, and they do, in typical Nintendo fashion, they're like, okay, we got one more thing to show you. And it's freaking Breath of the Wild, and it's the announcement of when it's coming out, when it's launching. And yeah. it's just, oh, God, it's so good. Like, it's such a story-driven, which is so weird because the game is not very story-heavy. I mean, it has a story, but it's just not centered on it. But this trailer is story-heavy. And, um, again, it's giving you a, a bunch of moments that look like they're subsequent, but they're not. And it's slicing together all these epic things. The Divine Beast looks super B.A. And Calamity again, you're wondering what the heck is going on with that thing. And, like, the... I remember that I was with my brothers Andy and Shad, and they were kind of watching it, and they're they're okay Zelda fans. They're just like, oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, sweet. We're gonna play that. That's awesome. But I'm over here like bawling my eyes out, because <laughs> yeah. I was just so excited to have this game and to like finally be able to play it, because it's been three years since it's been announced at this point, and God, it was just so good and. <sighs> I, like you said, it gives me goosebumps every time. I don't just watch the trailer, like, regularly because I like going back and seeing that. <clears> but I actually have – somebody created uh, the music without the um, voice acting in it. So I listen yes. to that all the time. Like, literally all the time. Especially when I'm, like, at work and I'm kind of just, like, 
feeling not very motivated. It's taken me a minute to actually get on task. I'll play that so that I get hyped up and I start working. It's just that kind of song. That's what it does to you. And God, it's so good. Like, this is definitely the best that Nintendo has ever produced. And they just need to keep going at this pace that they had been going. Obviously, Breath of the Wild 2, like, first look trailer did really well. And it was really short, so it couldn't have all these epic moments like this one did. But I'm really hoping that they know the formula, formula that they need for a very smooth, epic, transitioning, cinematic trailer. And they'll continue with that. Yeah, I, I mean... This has maybe the single greatest piece of Zelda music in the series. And, and that's saying something. But like this this music just fills you with a sense of adventure. With the sense of like... It's just like this epic culmination to this journey that the player is going on. But also that we the fans had been on. Because it had been so long since this game had come out. You know, the highs and lows of Breath of the Wild. Um, the original announcement. And then the delay. And then the the Wii U catastrophe, and then the Nintendo Switch. And, you know, when, when this presentation was happening, um, you're right, they they actually didn't mention Zelda really at all. Because at that point, Zelda had already had, basically, all that, all that needed to be said about Breath of the Wild was already said. And it was just right. a question of, when is this game coming out? And they ended it with this trailer. Um, Google the Google reaction trailer to this. It's just, like, absolutely unreal. People are going crazy. I was going crazy. There was a moment in the trailer at 2 minutes and 58 seconds, and I mentioned it when I was doing my commentary, which I hope wasn't too obnoxious. But <laughs> So Link Link is on a horse, and he is riding across a beach. And I'm not sure exactly where this is. Maybe, uh, I don't know. Also, you'd probably be better at that than I would. But he, he's riding on a beach, and the sun is setting in the background. And at this point, the classic Zelda theme is playing, but in like the this trailer Breath of the Wild style, and I just like teared right up when this started because I was just like, yes, yes, it's finally happening. I'm finally almost here. I'm finally gonna almost be able to play this game, which is like this mythical experience now at this point. I I'm so ready. And this one scene where Link is riding on the horse and the music is going crazy always gets me. It always brings me back to that original feeling that I had watching this and so i i really oh, i i just i can't say enough about this trailer um and and how great it was i hope that breath of the wild 2 will be you know will produce a trailer of similar quality but i think that this trailer is going to live on as kind of a unique thing because this like i said this is really the culmination of like the journey of breath of the wild from from zelda wii u to the delay to everything to finally like now it was this beacon of hope for Nintendo's new console that had to succeed. And it was like everything was riding on Breath of the Wild. So like in a weird way to me, it was like I, I need to become Link and save Hyrule. But also like this game needs to save Nintendo. And I, mm. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just my own headcanon. But every time I see this trailer, I'm just like, like we did it. Like this, this game propelled Nintendo Switch to be the success that it is. It propelled Zelda forward into the new not the new millennium, but into a new era. And, oh man, it's just, I, I could literally watch this trailer over and over and over again. It's so good. Yeah. I have to say, um, when we're talking about that, uh, the main Zelda theme there, like Breath of the Wild theme is great and it's wonderful and everything, but this is probably the best, best, most epic rendition of the main Zelda theme I've ever heard. It's so oh, yeah. like, ugh, just 
grips me every time and I just feel like I need to go battle somebody or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's so good. I feel like I need to get in my car and drive 120 kilometers with the windows down and like, I don't know, throw, do like the group, the Daruk thing where he's like clapping his hands or whatever. I, I don't know. It just, it fills me up with energy and excitement and wonder and oh god i just i love this trailer so much i should probably just cut it off right now because i could ramble about it for a long time <laughs> but yeah this this is the greatest trailer for anything i've ever seen it's far and away the best trailer nintendo has ever done so maybe we should just leave it at that and hopefully we can add a new trailer into our discussion uh very very soon allison yeah like a month like a month wow i can't believe it well, uh, there we go. That is our favorite trailers from the Legend of Zelda series. I'm sure that all of you listeners have uh, some favorite trailers that we did not cover. So we want to hear about those trailers. Hit us up over on Twitter, at Spateri316, at Allison Aletha, and let us know what you think is some of the greatest Zelda trailers of all time. You can check us out over on Discord, too, uh, over on Zelda Dungeons Discord channel. We are very active in there, always debating and talking and stuff like that. So come and let us know what you think. Uh, of course, we want you to check us out over on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Go and like and subscribe to the Champions Cast. Like I said at the top of the show, uh, we really appreciate those five-star reviews. So keep them coming. It means a lot. And uh, we're going to do something soon to, to celebrate everybody that leaves a five-star review. So keep tuned for that. We are going to be live in about a month time at uh, Linktober Zelda Creator Con. So keep your ears out for that. And until then, everybody, we will see you guys next week. Take care.